Welcome to the Sales and Presentation Podcast. This is the podcast for businesses and individuals who want to transform their sales activity, deliver awesome presentations, and win more sales pitches. And now, here is your host, Trevor Lee. So have you thought about exporting your product, your service, or are you exporting but thinking you need to do better? Well, today on the episode of the Sales and Presentation Podcast, it's number... 93 and I've got a guy called David Bone. Now I've known David a long time and David is an expert in export and this podcast will be great for any of you thinking about exporting more or wanting to get into exporting or indeed having never thought that actually you could export your product or service. So some really cracking stuff from David in this podcast all about exporting. So let's enjoy the podcast and ladies and gentlemen please welcome David Bone to the podcast. So welcome, everybody. Now, on this week's episode of the Sales and Presentation Podcast, I have with me Mr. David Bone. David is a businessman. He's got tons of international experience. So, David, welcome to the show. Hi, Trevor. Now, David, can you just give our listeners a bit of background about yourself and uh, and what you're up to at the moment, please? Well, well, essentially, uh, over the last 20 years or so, I've run a range of businesses that have uh, expanded internationally and um, have quite a bit of experience of building and developing businesses um, overseas. And for the last five or six years, I've taken that and developed a training and uh, advisory business for international trade, worked very closely with Department for International Trade uh, throughout the UK. Um, we delivered a range of workshops and coaching programs for them, uh, in all of the regions, also in Scotland and Northern Ireland. And um, very delighted to say we actually totted it up the other day. We've, we've actually trained over 35,000 SMEs in the UK in export strategy. Um, we've now taken that offering online and we're just about to launch um, a brand new online learning portal called Export Savvy 20. Wow, 35,000 SMEs. Yeah, it's quite a lot. Don't worry, I didn't do them all myself. I, <laughs> I had a range of great colleagues who worked with me on that. That's tremendous. So uh, tell us a little bit about Export Savvy then and uh, and what you're offering going forward then on that basis. Well, Export Savvy is uh, really bringing what we've done in the face-to-face workshops into an online environment so that people can use that in their own time, um, at their own pace, Um, and really get to understand how they approach exporting. Where we slightly differ to um, other export training programs that have been in the market is we focus very much on strategy and business modeling. So rather than talk about how we get a box here from from here to China, which, of course, there is a lot of really good advice out there to do that, um, we tend to focus a lot on the actual business model, the customers, um, the sales, which is obviously very close to your heart, and how do you reach and service customers that are thousands of miles away? That's great. Now, I'm sure, David, that our listeners on this podcast, some of them will be exporting already. Some of them will be thinking, well, I should think about the export market or may not have actually considered exporting when it could be an opportunity for them. So um, I, I guess one of the questions I would like to ask you is, you know, if I'm if I'm here sitting thinking, well, Am I, am I, is my business right for exporting or should, you know, it sounds very difficult to export. So how, how would you, what would your advice would you offer on that? 
Well, I, I think the first thing is exactly what you said, Trevor, is to think about why you want to do it. What is very interesting is when you stop and think about why you want to do it, um, there's probably a lot more good reasons than you might initially think. So, for example, um, businesses that tend to export obviously have a bigger customer base. They obviously have a wider range of areas that they can sell into. But more specifically, you've got businesses who may be very specialist, for example, and they can uh, extend their customer base up by, by looking overseas. You might have businesses that are very seasonal. So if you have if you make a lot of sales here, for example, in the summer, I mean, a really good example of this would be in Cornwall would be a wetsuit company who might sell their, their um, products within a very limited time frame here in the UK. They can be selling them all year round in a, in a country where the climate is better. Um, but there are lots and lots of reasons why businesses benefit from exporting. And in fact, the first module on Export Savvy 20 is that very challenging question, why export? Because if you're going to do it, you really need to put some time and effort behind it, obviously, as with all business. But you need to be convinced yourself that that is the right thing to do. And if you're not convinced yourself, you're not really going to make the suitable investments for it. So why export is a very, very important question and david is it as difficult to start exporting as some people might think no it's really not to be honest i mean it it, at the first task you sort of look at it and you think wow that's a that's a heck of a thing to ask but a couple of things to say the first is there is a lot of great help out there to help businesses to understand how to approach it um, department for international trade um, i've worked very closely with them for years i've always been um, amazing in my book. Um, I've always found them to be one of the better um, government-focused agencies. Um, they really do engage people that relate to SMEs and help SMEs to to move, and larger companies as well. They obviously work with the, with the larger businesses as well. Um, but no, it, it's all about having a structured approach. If you, like with all these things in business, if you take a structured approach and you think through it carefully, um, it's really not quite as tricky as you might think. Yeah, and um, so if I'm a growing business and I haven't considered exporting previously, would you advise me to to think about that so I can expand my horizons? Yes, I think um, I would certainly encourage any business to um, to look at exporting. Quite interestingly, I was uh, at a large event a number of years ago, and there was a quite a high-profile speaker chatting away, and they made a comment which didn't really resonate very well with me, where they said, the thing with exporting is that um, you know, you have to be successful in the UK before you can consider trading overseas. That is a statement I personally completely disagree with, and um, by virtue of the fact that two of my businesses, actually, we hardly sold anything in the UK at all and did most of our trade overseas because our offering was more suited to that particular market. I mean, and Trevor, I know you talk a lot in your podcasts about aligning your offering um, with the customer that you're that you're targeting. And it might well be that what you've got to offer is better suited to an overseas market than it is um, here in the UK. So I would really encourage all businesses to look at the opportunities that are overseas um, and then look at the numerous areas of advice that you can take to to help you set that up properly. Do you think, therefore, David, that there's a there's a danger that, particularly with relatively new businesses, that they tend to, when they put their 
business plan or they're working on their business model that they tend to assume that they are going to only be in the domestic market. And maybe at that stage, they haven't really thought, well, actually, our product would be better as an export product than actually a domestic product. So there's, are they missing a, a bit of an opportunity in their thinking there, do you think? Oh, absolutely. Um, I mean, I think when we really start talking to a lot of businesses, quite often the only reason that they trade in the UK is because this is where they live. Right. Um, that's not, there is no other reason. Um, and it's just that that seems the obvious place to start. But the reality is, um, by trading overseas, uh, you go into an overseas market, you automatically have something that is very different to anybody else by virtue of the fact that you're a, you're a British product and you're moving into a foreign market. So that in itself is is very strong selling point. Um and it might just well be that, you know, customers overseas accept what you're doing much more readily than your UK audience is. So why would you actually want to be trading in a market? And what I always say to people is that if you look at the world as a, as your marketplace and then and, and you include the UK in that and then you say, now, where would we like to trade? Where do we think customers would really respond very well to the offering that we have? And you you put the UK into that mix. The question is, would you be trading in the UK? And one other thing to say is that the UK is a very advanced and very um, mature marketplace in most sectors. Um, being very advanced and very mature, it means that it's very competitive. Um, it means that by being competitive, it can be quite price driven, for example. Whereas overseas, you can move into a market that is probably not quite so mature. Um, you can be, for want of a bigger, better phrase, a, a bigger fish in a, you know, in, in that particular pond. Um, and you can be quite often, and we see this quite a lot, charging a lot more and getting better margins in that market than perhaps you would in the highly competitive, very mature UK market. So I, I think it's... Um, it's definitely something worth exploring. So for a UK business, it might be that they're, they're missing out because they haven't really given it due consideration. And I imagine also, David, that when you talk about export, people Im initially think that you know, it's for products. You know, you're an SME and you're producing a product um, and you can export the product. But I imagine with the growth in, when we've talked about this, you know, previously about the growth in digital technology, obviously, the world is smaller place. Uh, we've talked about how, you know, offering coaching services, for example, on a global basis, because we don't have to travel thousands of miles to do that now because of the super high technology. So is the service sector primed now for, for export more so than ever before, maybe? Absolutely. I mean, absolutely. I mean, the... Um what is interesting is that um, obviously we are a, basically a service nation. You know, the, our primary economy is based on services. Uh, we're very good at produ providing services around the world. We have a very good global reputation for providing professional services, and we do it extremely well. And this is everything from, um, as you rightly said, it, it could just be some coaching. Um, I was working quite recently with some groups from the National Health Service. Now, you might not realize this, but actually the NHS exports services overseas to generate cash from abroad 
to subsidise their offerings. For example, um, we were working with an ambulance service recently and they sent consultants over to developing countries to help them to bring their ambulance service up to the levels that the UK operates at. So um, it, it services absolutely, and of course, as you rightly said, digital products as well, um, you know, there is not such a big challenge with distribution in these areas. So I... So collectively, then, if we're service providers, um, we need to th- we need to widen our imagination, don't we? Really, and assume you know, work on the basis that there is a market out there for us, not just sitting you know on our on our in our back door as well. Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I think if the the fact that we operate in such a highly competitive market in the UK, our domestic market is competitive, as I mentioned before, means that when we go into a market that is less crowded. Um, and we apply our services and the and the quality of our services into those markets, we tend to get pretty good results. So, David, if I'm a business listening to this podcast and I'm thinking, right, I need to uh, start making some progress on exporting, are there two or three top tips that you could share that from your experience that I sh- that business should be looking to do? Yeah, I think the first one I would mention is is to really think about why you want to export. Think about what you might get out of it and um, really uh, get some clear aims in mind when, when when you go through that question. Once you've done that, then the most important thing is that you build um, an export model that is scalable, uh, sustainable um, and profitable. And the way to do that is to take a very structured approach to your business development. Um, Now, this is something that uh, we've been working with with Department of International Trade. And one of the reasons that we've worked with so many businesses over the years um, is because uh, DIT have brought us in to put that message across exactly. And the way that we do that is, is think about six very simple questions. If I can give you these six questions that... So That'd the first one that I've mentioned is why. You know, why is it that we want to export? Um, the second thing to think about um, is what with. What is it that we're going to export? What is the offering? What do we have to actually take into these overseas markets? Um, the third question is where. You know, what are the best markets for us to go into? It's a big world out there with a massive of opportunity. And by the way, you know, there might be markets that are less obvious that are not large markets. I mean, for example, we talk to lots of company countries and I say, where do you want to trade? They go, oh, the United States. Well, why? Because it's a big market. But I've seen companies that have made more money trading in Slovenia than they ever did in the United States. So, you know, you start to get a perspective that you don't really need to go for the big ones. You can go for so So where is the, is, is the third one? Um, The fourth one is with what? Now, that means what resources do you have to be able to put towards that uh, exporting effort? And um, how are you going to build a sustainable model? Now, by the way, you don't have to use all of your own resources. Uh, There are business models you can put together where you would bring partners in from overseas who would do an awful lot of this for you. It's just a case of how you approach that. the next question, when you've answered that question, which leads on directly from that, is how? What is the business model going to be? You know, are you going to go e-commerce? Are you 
going to use agents or distributors overseas? Are you going to open an office there? It really depends on the answers to your with what question. You know, do you have enough? Um, do you have enough resources? The other question you're going to be asking at that point is, um, and you speak a lot about this, Trevor, is the important thing to realize is that you're not just selling a product or service, you're selling a customer experience. So the how very much focuses on how you deliver that customer experience overseas, because if you don't deliver a great customer experience, you're not going to be competitive. So it's important that you think about that. And the final question is who with? Who is it that you could work with who could accelerate your overseas trade? So we call those the six key decisions of exporting. And um, if someone follows those logically through, you would end up with a very strong export plan. Brilliant. Those, those, that's tremendous, David. And if, um, if I'm thinking, right, great, I, I need to answer those questions. Can I find a bit more information that can help me on Export Savvy along those lines? What, how does that work? You absolutely can, because um, Export Savvy would take you through those six key decisions. Um, uh, there's absolutely no charge to, to look at all of the uh, material that's on there. Um, it will take you through uh, those six key decisions and help you to think logically um, about that. And just to sort of kind of start to wrap this up then, David, how do, how do you see 2020... Uh, from an export outlook point of view? Well, I think, um, of course, we've all been talking about Brexit. Obviously, oh. <laughs> export, export is high on We've managed the, to get 16 minutes into this export podcast and not mention Brexit. So I there know, we go. because it's... <laughs> but what is interesting, I get asked about this a lot, and, and the bottom line is um, it's all about just taking a measured approach in any, any given situation. I think that... Um, we are going to see more businesses exporting um, over the coming five to ten years. Uh, the world is becoming smaller. Um, and by the way, if you're not out there, your competitors are coming here. So I think that the whole concept of just trading in domestic markets is becoming um, a thing of the past. And I do think as a nation, we are going to become more outward looking. Excellent. Now, David, I'm sure there are people listening to this thinking, right, I need to get hold of this guy, David Bone, and let him help me with my exports. So, David, how do people get hold of you? Well, I'd be delighted to do that. Um, there's two things they can do. The first is if you wanted to go onto the Export Savvy site, so you don't necessarily need to chat to me, um, you'd be very welcome to visit the site. Um, that's www.exportsavvy20.com, www exportsavvy20.com and if you did want to drop me an email um, just to ask about exporting and ask how we might be able to help uh, my email address is david.bone at exportsavvy.co.uk that's all one word exportsavvy.co.uk um, and I would be delighted to hear from anyone that uh, has an interest and wants to know how to move things forward Great stuff. Well, I'll put those uh, contact details on the show notes for, for this episode. So if people are listening to this in their car and they can't actually write it down <laughs> easily, then uh, if you go to the show notes uh, on the Trevor Lee Media website and uh, I'll put all David's contact details in there. Uh, David, absolute pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you for sharing your clearly you know, huge amount of experience and expertise. So uh, I hope 2020 is a great year for you as well. And um 
And, uh, you know, business is out there. David's obviously put a message out there saying, you know, get there, think about exporting. doesn't matter what your product is or what your service is, you know, and um, David's there. He's welcome and um, and he's ready to uh, share his advice with you and help you do that as well. David, great pleasure to have you on your show. Thank you very much indeed. Thanks, Trevor. And uh, by the way, I'm really enjoying the podcast. Excellent. Excellent. Thanks, David. Uh, Great stuff. Right. Well, um, that's the end of this podcast and um, I'll be back with another one uh, next week. So thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. The Sales and Presentation Podcast is a production of Trevor Lee Media. If your organisation needs to transform its sales activity and re-energise its sales team, or you need help with a key presentation or sales pitch, then please get in touch with Trevor via Trevor at trevorleemedia.co.uk or call him on 07785 390 717. If you enjoyed the podcast, please do leave a review on iTunes or via your podcast app. Thank you.